Since we have only half an hour, so we will do the kirtan later, right? Or already you have done the kirtan. Very nice. Good. Oma gyanati mirandhasi gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun vilitam yena tasmai shri guravena maha namam vishnu padai krishna prashtaya vilitale shrimate bhakti vedanta swaminiti namine namaste saraswati devi gauravani pracharine <coughs> it does it generally happens wherever you go you throw the owner out and <laughs> thank you very much I'm very happy to see all of you and I heard that you are leaders and you are leading some group somewhere is that right yes or no some of you not all of you mostly yes I should know that I'm addressing the leaders. You know, Srimad Bhagavatam teaches us a lot of instructions through the stories of the great devotees like Bharat Maharaj. Bharat Maharaj, we all know the story, I'm not going in. How many of you do not know the story of Bharat Maharaj that he got attached to a deer? You do not know? Okay, any of you do not know? Did you hear the name Bharat Maharaj any time? Right? So all of you know the story? I mean, except him. All of you know? Should I ask what is the story then? <laughs> because it happens, you know, generally just say yes. Because anyway, who's going to ask? So maybe then I'll start asking now. Okay, what happened? Anyway, these stories, these pastimes of the devotees are to inform us. Like Bharat Maharaj, um, he was a king and in a very young age, he gave up everything. He was just 24, 25 like that. It's not, and he gave up everything, the whole kingdom. And he said, I would like to achieve Krishna. So he went in the forest, started performing austerity. And then, one day he saw there was a baby deer born and the mother died. I'm just going quickly, so not going in detail. So now he had this baby deer and uh, he thought who will take care of the baby now? Mother has died. 
So let me take care. He started taking care and he got so attached he forgot to chant his rounds. He forgot his spiritual practices, neglected his spiritual practices because he was very much attached to the deer. All the time he was thinking, oh, has he eaten or no? Oh, he should not go out. And there's lion, there's tigers, they will eat. And one day it so happened the deer went somewhere. He searched a lot, he couldn't find and finally he was so disturbed, so distressed that he gave up his life thinking about that deer. What has happened? Somebody, some animal has eaten, what has happened? So he gave his life. So because he was thinking about deer at the time of leaving his body, he had to take a body of a deer in his next life. But fortunately, he remembered that what mistake he did in his past. So as a deer, he was always going where the Krishna Katha was going on. And then, of course, there's further story of his next life. But example is, what instruction we get is, that many a times in our life, we neglect what we are supposed to do. Our spiritual practices. Right? Because for Bharat Maharaj, there was only one deer. For us, there are a lot of deers, right? Dear mother, dear father, dear brother, dear whatever. So many deers are there in our life. No? So, so we get attached. And uh, there's nothing wrong in being attached, but if you, if you neglect your spiritual practices, then you won't get the strength to preach to others or to change others' lives. If you cannot, Mahaprabhu said, first you should change your life, then you have the power to change others' lives. Right? Anyone knows what's that verse? It says, Janma Sarthak Kari Kar Par Upakar. It says, Bharat Bhumi Te Janma Hailajar, Janma Sarthak Kari Kar Par Upakar. First you perfect your life and then you go out to uh, perfect others' life. So many times we see that we want to perform devotional service, we hear about it, but a lot of challenges comes, right? May not be here. All of you are looking great devotees, so I'm sure none of you are having any challenges in performing devotional service. Maybe England is different, but I'm talking of outsides. Okay, so whenever I talk of something positive, it is about all of you, negative, about others. Okay, so don't mind. Because you don't have any challenges in performing devotional service, right? Do you have any challenges? May not be, right? Sometimes, are you like, you're chanting your rounds very nicely, you're hearing very nicely, you're performing service very nicely, and no problems, right? 16 rounds is no problem at all. <laughs> or 16 is too much. So many times it happens, the challenges come. So you know why challenges are coming? We, we ask, you know, okay, we have heard something nice, we want to do it, but then we, we don't get time, or we have so many other things to do. So why these challenges? Or we don't get just inspired to do, right? We'll get up early in the morning. And See, bhakti means loving Krishna. Now you tell me, if... If someone tells you, if you want to love me, get up at four o'clock in the morning, chant my round for two, chant my name for two hours, and you know, eat, don't eat this, don't eat that. Will you? What will you say to that person? You'll say, next life, isn't it? So now Krishna is saying the same thing. 
you you want to love me get up in the morning uh, attend mangala aarti dance in mangala aarti see what kind of devotees na morning 4:30 they start dancing where is it happening people come back from the discourse at 4:30 but uh, you know we start at 4:30 that's our spiritual life but many times we face challenges we neglect spiritual life because of lot of things like maybe because of our previously we have done maybe wrong activities or you have done good activities it's a very important thing sometimes we think whatever challenges are coming in our life it is because of some sinful activities some wrong activities but please understand challenges come because of good activities also something you have performed very good uh, it's called pious activities so they also become an obstacle in our and sometimes the mistakes we commit in bhakti so how is it okay sinful we can understand wrong we can understand but good activities you have helped someone you have uh, maybe in your last life you opened orphanage you opened Uh, you know you help people with medicines you open hospitals and that become problem with bhakti why because by that we develop a desire to get recognition somebody should tell atul krishna prabhu you are very nice and then i will say okay give him extra gulab jamun <laughs> right he, he he is perfect he understood me others you know they don't realize who i am so this kind everyone likes praises right i'm sure ma'am i'm not talking about you you all are good <laughs> i'm talking of others okay outside so they like if you if it, if you're praised you like it right or you don't like it at all how many of you said i hate if someone praises me i i would like to kill that person <laughs> anything comes like this in the mind if you don't take life seriously especially spiritual life then you know many times we get carried away by whatever is happening in the life i'll give you a small example i was in a temple in belgaum karnataka and one day a devotee came to me young boy he was also uh, he was a brahmachari so he said i want you to meet one of my friends he's a very he's i i just want you to meet him and guide him he didn't tell me who is he so you know if someone guy said okay bring him no problem i'll meet him i gave him the time so then he came and he asked the boy to sit outside and he came inside to tell me who is he so he said i brought him he's waiting outside to meet i said yeah but tell me at least about background you know what am i supposed to tell i should know suddenly someone comes and i'll say okay ha hari krishna thank you very much what else i can say <laughs> right if some of you come okay you know if somebody says okay you need guidance and is there i said yeah what i don't know the background so i asked him he said he is a shooter you know who is a shooter he murders he is a sharp shooter sharp shooter means he is famous in that area belgaum where i was staying in the belgaum is area in that area is very famous that if you give him contract he will kill the person 100% I said, "Why did you bring him to me? <laughs> What have I done?" You know? He said, "No, no, no. You, you, you know, you talk to him, isn't it?" Then he told me his uh, brief history. He said, when he was doing his tenth standard in India, tenth standard, like here it's eleventh standard or something. In India, it's tenth standard board exam. He said, in his tenth standard, 
he was a topper in school. I said, what? Because when you hear about a murderer or a killer, so what comes to your mind? You know, an educated person must have got somewhere. He said he was a topper. So I said, what happened then? How is it that, you know, he, he came into this profession? So he said, there were some riots in the area and the police came and arrested everyone. He was also arrested for no reason at all. But he stayed for six months in the, in the prison house. And during those six months, he made friendship with a lot of prisoners, criminals. And finally, when he came out, he started committing. And now he's doing it for years. So I said, okay, but now what do you want me to guide? You know, if there is a person, suppose a young boy has come, I can guide him, okay, along with your studies, please do this, please do that. Now this person is a shooter, what will I tell him while shooting Chandi around? <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to tell him? Yeah? <laughs> it has to be something, right? His profession is absolutely different. And here he's telling me, guide him. <laughs> what will I guide him? You know, I can't tell him the Chandi around before... You want to kill someone, chant 16 rounds and beg forgiveness from the Lord and go and shoot him. What's it? So anyway, he said, no, I want him to give up this profession. So, you know, you can guide him this way. I said, so the boy came inside and, you know, when you hear that shooter, murderer, killer, what image comes to your mind? You know, who will be walking in? I was thinking like someone, you know, very hefty, you know, with all this mustache and this thing. He came, young boy, just like you all are sitting here. That's all. And I was shocked to see, is he a shooter? So then he came, I, you know, we sat together and I just discussed with him. And I said, why? Why are you doing all these things? So he said, yeah. So finally I told him, you know, after hearing for some time, I said, see, it's not good. You will not get, whether even materially you see police may shoot you down sometime or you'll be arrested, you'll rot in the prison house. Or forget about this when you talk about karma. So I was explaining him then. It's not good because when we commit something, we don't realize what we are going to get. But when we get it, we blame Krishna. We blame God. Why he did this to me? Like say for a person who's born disabled or we call it specially abled right nowadays. So he's, he's born blind or some other. So what happens? What do they say? They say what is his mistake? He has just taken birth. And why God is doing like this to him? But God is not doing. You don't know what has happened in his previous life. Right? So then, when a boy came, I was, so then I explained him. So he told me, finally, he said, whatever you are saying, I understand it is correct. But I cannot follow. And I was saying, if you understand it is correct, why can't you follow? He said, if I give up this profession now, at this stage where I am, so either my own people will kill me or police will kill me. I said, anyway, you're going to be killed. So why not to give up and, you know, do something good? At least even if you can do for one day, it will be nice. He didn't take it. He said, uh, you do not know our profession. Uh, you are you're a very good person, but you do not know what is our profession. I will not survive even by evening if I just tell that I'm going to stop this. So anyway, I, my duty was to explain and I explained. Finally, he went in. I think about a month later, I heard that he was shot down. He died. Police, in an encounter, shot him. What had happened was that he was given a contract to kill a woman, a very wealthy, or very famous family's woman. So he, what he did, he killed her and before killing, he raped her or whatever. So finally, you know, there was a big commotion. The whole city was stopped and then finally he had, the police had to kill him. So he was killed. 
So when I got the news, I could, I was just thinking this boy was sitting right in front of me just a few days ago and then, you know, I was trying to tell him. And if he would have chanted at least once, <laughs> you know, so at least we would have got some benefit. So sometimes we get stuck in what we are doing and then we are not able to come out of it. So this is all our previous karmas which are forcing us to do. So we should be very careful what we are doing today is going to have an impact tomorrow. Then tomorrow we can't blame, tomorrow we can't ask why God is doing this to me. Because you did that. So this has to be, and, and setting a good example is very important. Like those of you who are, who are leading or who are going to encourage others, they, they will learn by example. Like say for example, I'm telling you here today, we should not drink wine, we should not drink beer, it's very, uh, it's not good, right? And you will say, very nice, the person is saying this, very good. And then in the evening you go to the bar as of habit and then you see me sitting there with... And I'll say, come, come. <laughs> you were saying in the, in the afternoon, that, oh, that was for the lecture, come on now. I can't give the lecture unless I have two, three, you know. <laughs> So will you, will you take it seriously? No, right? There was a person who was uh, giving lecture, you know, discourses. His wife never used to go to his discourses, generally. One time she went. And uh, so he was speaking, he's saying that, you know, you're not supposed to eat eggplant or brinjal. What do you call it here? Anyway, so, so you're not supposed to eat that. And she got shocked because she had made the same thing at the house. <laughs> and she said, oh my God, I never knew. I never heard his lecture. This is the first time I'm hearing it. I didn't know. But had nothing. So when the lecture was over, they went back. And so he brought two or three with them, with him. And he said, okay, serve, serve food for everyone. So she brought chapatis. She brought rice. She brought dal. And she didn't bring sabji. So he looked at it, he said, what is this? Where is Sabji? So now, how to tell, you know, I've made this. So he, she said, somehow very slowly, she said, I made this. So I can't believe you. He said, so what, bring? He said, but you told in the lecture, you're not supposed, oh, that was for the lecture. <laughs> so setting an example in, in, you know, in front of people is very important. I'm remembering an incident where a person was a very big lawyer. Manhattan Bridge, you have heard about it? The story about it, Manhattan Bridge? When it was being built, that technology was not so advanced. So when the plan was being made, so there was one uh, architect who came up with the plan, engineer. And nobody could do it at that time. So he came up. So they started construction. Only two people knew about the whole plan, father and son. So, uh, anyway, that was that was for, how much time we have, you tell me, otherwise I'll go on. 15 minutes. 15 minutes, okay. Should I continue for 15 minutes? <laughs> so we'll, we'll drop Manhattan right now, we'll come back to it. Now this lawyer who was there, he was a very famous lawyer. He was <coughs> so famous that there was a drug cartel. There was a person who was doing all sorts of nonsense, smuggling, killing, murder, drug peddling, everything. 
and he used to come and come and tell everyone everything to this lawyer i have done this i have killed this person like this and he used to save him he's so expert he'll save him whatever he has done whether smuggling killing or whatever he'll save him so it went on for some time his son was growing so he looked at it and you know he thought that every day what is my son learning he's seeing this person coming telling me you know murders this that and i'm saving him so obviously my son is learning that yes this is correct this is what we should do so he thought to set a good example for my son i will stop all these activities and i will go to the police and explain everything i'll tell them what is there now obviously this person will be arrested in jail but he knew that the day i will do this i will not survive because these people are very powerful and they will kill me so now he had a choice whether to continue and you know because he was continuing he was given a lot of money he was given a bungalow everything was given to him but if i stop they will kill me if i don't my son is getting the wrong message what should i do finally he decided i will i will go to the police and inform them everything so he went to the police he said told them everything that this is what this is how he killed the person this is how i saved him this is how because he had everything you know so he gave it in the evening his body was found with hundreds of bullets he was shot completely obviously they didn't leave him you know drug mafias and these are they are very powerful people so then his son now this is one story so then another story is that there was a war going on this is connected don't think so what am i doing you know he is a story that's so there was a war going on second world war and uh, america uh, was fighting with japan so america there was american ship uh, warship so from that five six planes they started for going to attack japan so they started flying and as they went one of them they were going in formation so one of them informed the commander the in charge that i'm sorry i'll have to go back because there's some technical problem in the plane uh, so i cannot go ahead so he said okay you go back we are going ahead to attack so they went and he turned his plane and he came back so while he was coming back he saw about 10 uh, japanese plane coming to attack that ship from where they had taken off the warship so they were coming now you know he had no choice what to do one choice was turn his plane go back because he cannot do anything with 10 planes what will he do the other choice was go into their formation and destroy one or two two three planes and in the process he will also be killed because if you're going to destroy others plane your plane also will be destroyed so now he he was thinking what to do so finally he decided i'll go i'll try to you know send them back so he went right there into their formation and they suddenly they were not expecting because their information was that these people have gone so there are no now we can go and attack but then you know they suddenly so they thought that they have come back because one person will not come and disturb us all so then immediately they said go so he destroyed two three of their planes in the process he also died but they had, they went back so he saved his country so this person was Uh, there is a famous airport in uh, america ohara airport i don't know how many of you have heard about it right so that is the name of this pilot so his name they were they named the airport in it because he saved the entire country just by giving his life 
and this person was the same son of that lawyer so who gave his life for this son because my son should not grow up with wrong feelings so the same son grew up he became a, a pilot and then he gave his life for the country so this is like setting father set the example and the son did that so this is why it is very important that we in our life we set a good example and for that we need to follow how can you set good example like i, I gave example like you know i am drinking in the evening and i am saying very bad you all should follow or i'll say no one should drink okay you'll say yes 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 and in the evening you find me there he told don't tell anyone so setting a good example sometime it is difficult why is it difficult because we have to follow so now in spiritual life we are um, trying to encourage others what are the things that we should do what are what are the uh, important things that is expected from us to do number 1 we need to become serious in devotion life knowing that this path which we are getting is very rare it's not that everyone can follow that's why when you go and tell others they are not interested they are not interested doesn't mean the process is wrong but that means that these people are not fit krishna says in bhagavad gita bahunam janmanam ante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha that it takes millions of births bahunam janmanam ante for a person to understand that how importance of devotional service that is why when you go out on the street or when you go to someone when you tell them please follow this they say hey what is this we are not interested if you have something good please tell us <laughs> right for them this is not so interesting thing even for us it was not in the beginning right how many of you the time you heard okay devotional service you said bas i'm giving my life for it any of you said that you're not saying now also but to talk of initially <laughs> we started slowly it was not so attractive right chanting the rounds and reading the books and hearing now you see it's so boring no? all of you are sitting one person is just talking going on talking your thoughts are i know what are your thoughts when is he going to stop or is he going to stop or has he taken a vow today that he'll go on continue so sometimes it's not so the first thing is we as devotees who are following we should understand the importance of it that it is really important to us to follow this path because this we have got it after many many lifetimes otherwise it's not possible for person even to hear shrimad bhagavatam who can hear shrimad bhagavatam great sages you see nemi sharanne 88000 great sages were sitting and they were hearing so that is the standard required and who are we compared to those sages nothing right the other day i was saying that you know when krishna comes so krishna and his devotees they perform past time so whatever he does is past time and whatever we do in our life is just time pass isn't it this go on doing something is happening so that is why we need to understand that in our life first thing is to develop a strong desire i'm going to speak about five d's right five words starting with d and that will be helpful to you the first d is desire have a strong desire to do something you know not just go along with everyone okay everyone is doing this everyone i'll also do what's the big deal 
if you just live your life and in the end you'll say you know i lived for 800 years or 80 years what's the big deal if you live for 80 years and you don't do something good you don't do something unique you don't do something different so as youths we should have you to channelize our energy to do something different we should have that power i have not because others are doing it okay let me also do it what's the big deal if you do it so many people are doing it right but nobody is doing the devotion service so when you are doing it you are something unique you are something different and it is not wrong it's such a nice path you know you are trying to bring others and you are trying to follow yourself an honest path tomorrow when you have to face the lord you will be ready you will not have, you know bend down your head with shame that what i did you gave me such a nice life and what i did i just spoiled it i just enjoyed and now i'm standing in front of you and you're asking me okay i gave you 60 years i gave you 70 years what you did you said i went to the bar i went to the disco i went to the this krishna will say very nice go back again <laughs> to hell <laughs> this is a, oh, what do you think krishna will say what were you expecting not hell <laughs> so you were expecting this is don't worry no problem come 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 <laughs> so develop a strong desire how strong a desire like you know one time a, a disciple went to his spiritual master his guru was taking bath in the river and he went and said guru ji i want to know when will i see krishna so he said come inside and he came inside he you know held his head and put it inside the water and this guy was you know you know want to come out then he brought him out again but so he did it three four times So disciple as Maharaj, what's mistake? I just asked you, when will I see Krishna? And you're punishing me like this. He said, "Tell me when you were inside the water, what were your thoughts? Were you thinking that tomorrow I'll go to the pub and enjoy, or you know, what were your thoughts? Like, what were you thinking uh, when you were inside the water? Were you thinking about eating pizza or what were you?" He said, "Nothing. I was just thinking when can I breathe. I was thinking about the air." said any other thing came to your mind that maybe i can make money maybe i can become famous maybe i'll have followers what do you have he said nothing only thing i was at when when can i come out and it's obvious right any of you have that experience of drowning i mean not drowning at least <laughs> at least means you were in such situation any time any of you yes you have that what happened so well, it's like a near accident Ah. I also had this you know I went to Mayapur and there is Ganga and huge you know there and I thought let me cross I didn't know that in between they had this green um, you know some kind of tubs or whatever it is just green you could see that is actually marked that you shouldn't go beyond that beyond that it's very dangerous and you know like myself in my enthusiasm i said nothing you know i started crossing. so i crossed that green mark also and i went into that section where it is very very dangerous the currents are very high you don't realize it and i got caught i couldn't swim i know swimming you know uh, and then i was trying all kinds of strokes there freestyle and butterfly <laughs> and whatever you know, nothing was working there <laughs> When I go to swimming pool, I try all the things. It's where it works there. Nothing was working there. I was like, okay, now is my last time. And I was looking back, and there were people on the other side, and they they thought like he's going to cross because you know I swam there that area very easily. 
So then I thought if I'll shout, they will not understand. See, these things were coming in my mind at the time when I was born. <laughs> I said, if I shout, what will they think? But still I shouted. Help, help, I said. Because I got caught. They thought he's just joking. Because I was swimming, you know, just two minutes back and now suddenly. Then I realized, you know, this is not going to help. So somehow I started floating with the flow. You know, the water was flowing this side and somehow I came to that green thing. I caught hold and I, there was a person with a boat and I, you know, waved to him, please come. So somehow he came and then I reached back and I was like, ha. So there I realized when you are in that condition, you don't think anything else. You know, it's like, when can I, how can I go out? So the Guru said, when you have this kind of desire for achieving Krishna, like when you were in the water, you were only thinking about air. Nothing else. Nothing was coming, whether I can enjoy, whether I can eat, whether I can get money or whatever. That kind of desire is required to achieve Krishna. So he said, then you can see Krishna. Your question was, when I can see Krishna? When you have desire like that. So our desire should be intense. Not like, like we have desire for chocolate. You know, We get it fine, we don't get it. It's not very intense. I suppose, I mean... I don't know what happens here, but others I'm talking. You are a good voice. <laughs> so intense desire. That's the first D. Second D is when you have a desire, desire is not enough to get everything, right? Is it enough? Like you have desire, everything will come? If that was the case, let's sit here and desire. Oh Krishna, please come. Krishna comes. Or sit and desire. I want to have a beautiful temple here. All these houses should break down and we should have a good <laughs> Desire is not enough. So the second D is that after the desire you require direction. Otherwise it will be like daydreaming. You know there was a potter. He used to make pots. He was very poor. So he thought that one day he could get some money. He made two pots. And then he, he hung them he, the, at the, with the wall. I mean, with the rope and then he was lying down and he was thinking now I have two I'll sell them I'll have I'll make four then I'll sell them like this I'll have twenty hundred and I'll become very rich and when I'll be rich I'll marry I don't know why people think that they should get become rich before marry in India you know when you get married you become rich <laughs> so he said I'll marry and then he said if my wife doesn't listen to me I'll kick her and he kicked he was thinking, but he kicked. And those two pots which were there hanging, he kicked them and they also broke. Finish. All his dream was gone. So this is desire. Desire doesn't happen. You need proper direction. That's the second D. So direction means somebody to guide us. We may have a lot of desires. We may not be able to, like all of you are young, you have a lot of energy where to channelize properly. Whether I should do this path or that path. When I go to the university, I see other things. So how is it that I can just, you know, be like that? So many questions come. So then direction is needed. And from whom to take direction is very important. You can't take direction from anyone and everyone, right? You can't go to a, a beer bar and, you know, tell the owner, let's tell me something about Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> He'll say, Bhagavad Gita seems very good when you have at least two beer bottles. That's it. So we need a proper person. So who can who can give guidance? Number one, he should not have any hidden motive. 
behind guiding you right he's not having some political party he's not required something doesn't expect something no he didn't want it and he's a devotee of the lord he has well read in scriptures so that he can guide you based on that so that's the second d right so first d is second direction now you have your desire is strong you have direction is that enough third is discipline if somebody direct you gives you direction you need to follow that right <laughs> to bring it to the otherwise it will be yeah you keep on you keep on saying it's many times it happens you know uh, i suppose i'm guiding someone and person says you guide very well i said i'm guiding well but are you following that is important <laughs> it's not important how well i'm guiding so third thing is direction uh, discipline that whatever we learn we should sincerely follow in our life whether it is about chanting whether it is about hearing whether it is about serving because understand that this this opportunity like you know i see i was in manner and so nicely everyone is engaged in service very good they come on time they do their service they understand the importance though maybe once a week how many of you are serving at manner any of you you serving You're serving very nice. This side, manner doesn't need, or you don't need manner. What is it? Anyway, so service is very important. You know, it develops love. Like mother serves the child, she develops that love. You serve Krishna, you'll develop love. Very simple. So then the third D is. Yeah, he was hearing, or you're not hearing. How many Ds I said? What was the first one? Desire. Very nice. Second. Direction. Very good. Third. Discipline. <laughs> Here people have lot good memory, but you know outside they don't. <laughs> Very nice memory. So then the third D is discipline. You need to follow, and when you follow, you have a strong desire, you have good direction, and you are following. What comes is determination. the fourth d you cannot you cannot have determination unless you follow something right even a person who is determined to earn money he needs to follow something so people have lot of determination outside talk about terrorist what determination they have right yeah when they can kill themselves i they are told okay this is a religion for you go and kill it then they put bomb on their body and they just you require a lot of determination to become terrorist also right of course i'm not promoting it to you to become terrorist but they require determination otherwise how can they go and kill they know that they will be killed they know they will be caught they know they will be tortured but then they have that determination yes i want to do it so just imagine if a terrorist can have determination for a wrong reason why can't we have determination to serve krishna Uh, many people have determination like those who are earning money they need determination right you can't become a successful or wealthy person without determination can you like that i am sitting in my home if you want come do business with me otherwise get lost i don't want they have so much determination they try to find the ways they try to you know they spend their lives they have hardly time for the family 
right? Prabhupada met one of one very rich person and Prabhupada said, uh, okay, what do you take in the breakfast? He said, just, you know, toast and milk. Okay, what about the lunch? Oh, I can't take much. I take fruits, I take this, I take salads. And okay, what about in the night? Night, I just take very little of this. So Prabhupada said, if you have to just take this much, why are you struggling so much, you know? <laughs> Traveling and earning money and money. You already have enough. People don't realize. They go on and on. So, determination is required. Whether it is to earn money, whether it is to become a politician, right? You want to become the prime minister of the country, can you become without determination? Every place. And similarly, in bhakti also, we require determination. So, when you have these four Ds, whom should I ask? Yeah, what are the four Ds? All of you have very good memories, but outside. <laughs> so the fifth day then comes dedication to the cause. Then you become dedicated for the cause you are giving your life for. So these are very important uh, factors for our life that you know we develop a desire, take proper direction. Without direction, what is life? We will just go on thinking what I'm doing is correct. And this is what happened. Not to you all, but outside those who are youth. They just think that what we are doing is correct. Right? If I'm taking drugs, I'm correct. If I'm harming someone, I'm correct. That's what happens, right? Somebody, you're walking on the street, somebody comes and harms you for no reason at all. You say, he thinks I'm doing correct. But then we need good guidance and then we develop this determination and then we become dedicated to the cause. And that is why it is very important for us uh, to come into this proper mood, to understand the value. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of things to be told, but then in my introduction it was given, he is going to speak for half an hour. So I'll, but I, I love to. I don't want to go on speaking and speaking because I want to hear from all of you also. So if you have any questions, comments, but my basic point was that when we, when we are in devotional life, we should become serious. Take this very seriously. Otherwise, if you go on neglecting, then life will just go like that. You know, I was talking to one person I met today. He was in the same college which I studied. I met today in a program. In the morning I was in a program and he came. He said, you said you, you studied in Mumbai? I said, which college? I said, oh, I was in the same college. My wife is from the same college. And they both were there. And then, you know, I liked it. Yeah, wow. And then I was realizing how many years have passed. And then uh, it was in 1990. <laughs> so we were in college. And now well, we're in? 2023. That's 33 years. And I realized, my God, I've become old. Right? You don't realize that you're old. You don't want also to. I remember I was uh, traveling in a train. And uh, so I was sitting and then another family came. There was uh, maybe uh, the girl had just married. So she was there. She was keeping her luggage. And there was, I think, father-in-law or father with her. And... Um, so I wanted to go out and they were all blocking. So then as I got up, so uh, the father told this, this was years back, I'm, so the father told, you know, better let uncle go. <laughs> I said, uncle? <laughs> 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 what was the day? I said, am I, am I looking so old or something? 
So you see now 33 years you know when we were in the college and I realized my god so much time has passed you know so time just goes like that flies and I I was thinking I'm young similar thing is going to happen to you don't think that you will not become old right maybe after 33 years you will be giving the same lecture and then you will be telling it was a time one time somebody came I rem- I don't remember his name but he was speaking and then he told that 33 years passed. Now I am realizing after 33 years, right? Time will pass like that. Don't waste time. Be very, um, I should say that be a good businessman. A businessman, good businessman doesn't think that I'll earn tomorrow money. Once today, whatever I can earn, I'll earn. Then tomorrow, I'll earn more. It's a good businessman. So we should also be like that. Don't keep anything for tomorrow. We do not know what tomorrow is having in for us, right? So do it today. This is our path. But don't don't wait for you know tomorrow or something. Prabhupada has given us such wonderful path, right? And he has taken a lot of trouble to uh, you know come up to to give us what we are receiving. So what's the time? Can I speak for five ten minutes more? Allowed? Okay. All of you. Are okay? Or tired? Sure? Are you going to shoot? Any of you have the guns? <laughs> okay, just five, ten minutes. But by the time you can start thinking of questions what you are going to ask me. So I was just saying that what we have got, Prabhupada has taken a lot of effort. I was hearing from one of Prabhupada's disciples. He said when Prabhupada started um, in America when he went, the place he was living, it was just a room. He didn't have washroom, no toilet facility. So for that, Prabhupada had to go about a kilometer away. And then when he used to go there and, uh, you know, uses the toilet, there was no facility to take bath. So while coming back, there was a fruit shop. A person every morning used to wash his fruits with a pipe. And Prabhupada used to come there, he used to sit down and then he used to have the pipe and he used to take bath there. Initial days. Then of course, everything came. So he has taken, and he was, what was his age? Not young like do you. 70 years. Or 70, 71. And he took all this trouble. Why? Why Why did he require? You know, he could have gone back to India. Forget it. In India he was already having place, he was having... You know, he was in Vrindavan. A sannyasi is supposed to be there. He can die anytime, so better to die in Vrindavan. But he took all that trouble just to give, especially to young people. When he when he started preaching, all the hippies were coming to him. And Prabhupada, what was he doing? You know, when he started calling them, he used to distribute pamphlet. They were coming, and they didn't know how to behave with a sadhu, right? You all are okay. You all are very good. I'm talking about the things. So the, you didn't know, they, they didn't know, they'll they come with the shoes sitting there and Prabhupada used to, you know, make them sit, give them prasadam. They will all eat and leave their plates there itself like that. And they just walk off. And Prabhupada used to clean all the place. Can you imagine? A 72-year-old person, 71, 72. For what? Not that he was getting some money out of it. Not that he had come to America to earn money. That was not needed for him. But he did just to give this Krishna consciousness to the world. He took so much of trouble. He was cooking. You know, like now it is arranged here lecture. It was not Prabhupada like that. 
So before arranging, first of all, he will print some pamphlets. Go out and distribute. Come, come on Wednesday, 26 second Avenue. And then on that day, he will cook before giving the class. He'll cook for everyone. Then he'll come. Then he will sit and give a class. And then after that, he'll serve. Initially, nobody was helping. Later, people started, Swamiji, can I help? Yeah, he said, yeah, you help. So he was doing all that just to give this best Krishna consciousness to all of us. If he would not have done at that time, we would not be sitting here and hearing about Krishna, hearing about his pastimes. So don't take things very lightly. Like in Krishna's Leela, there is a pastime when Krishna was feeling hungry and he sent his friends nearby. There were Brahmanas performing sacrifice. Go and ask for something. They came, they asked, hey, Krishna is hungry, Krishna is hungry. We are busy, we are performing sacrifice for satisfying Krishna. <laughs> now what kind of satisfaction is that? Hey, Krishna is hungry, first give them, right? It is like um, Prabhupada was traveling with his uh, disciples. So in a train. So train came to Allahabad. And Prabhupada, before starting the movement, he was staying in Allahabad. So he knew about Allahabad. So he told his disciple, go and get samosas from there. They sell very nice samosas. So they brought samosas. So now Prabhupada was sitting here and that side there was a birth. So what this disciple did, we have to offer everything. Without offering, we cannot eat. So he kept a photo of Prabhupada and kept samosas there and started offering. He closed his eyes and took bell and started offering. So when he did that, Prabhupada was sitting here. He took all the samosas. He started distributing to everyone. And then he ate. By the time this person opened his eyes, all the samosas were gone. No samosas. And then he was looking around and he looked at Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, I am sitting here. Why are you offering to my photo? <laughs> Such a stupidity, right? <laughs> Prabhupada is sitting and they are offering to the photo. So this is called being ritualistic, right? So, <laughs> so we shouldn't we shouldn't do that. So we not being so we should be like Brahmanas were like that. Krishna is asking for food. He's hungry and say no no. We are performing sac sacrifice. We cannot do anything. They didn't bother about it. But when they went to the wives of Brahmanas, they were preparing for the sacrifice. They were doing a lot of items. As soon as they heard Krishna is hungry, they gave everything. They rushed with that. Okay, come, we'll come, we'll give. And when they came back, the brahmanas were thinking, our wives are better than us. You know, because they understood the purpose. So similarly in life, we should understand the purpose. Prabhupada has done so much for us. Let's, let's be at least grateful by following the process sincerely, by becoming serious in devotion. And then, by that, we can please Srila Prabhupada and Krishna also. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Are there any questions or comments? Any questions, I mean, what I have spoken for that, or if you have any other question in mind regarding your spiritual life, regarding your material life, but don't ask me which is the latest movie, I don't, I can't answer. Yes, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, thank you. Um, my question was about story of Bharat Maharaj you were mentioning at the start. Right. I was just wondering how we can avoid that in our own lives. Very so nice. how we can avoid getting attached to all the deers we have. How many deers you have in your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is very important. Thank you for a nice question. So Bharat Maharaj, why did he get attached? 
first reason he was all alone there if he would have some association say like two three devotees were there with him and they could have told him you know bharat prabhu what are you what are you doing chalo come on chant your rounds do this but no one was there he was all alone so the first thing uh, first mistake is that he went there alone so we should avoid how can we avoid being attracted to all the dears try to keep yourself in good association devotee association as much as possible you know we should hanker we should have that greed in all in everyone in our heart we have greed anger envy right i mean not all of you i'm talking about the teachers also all of you are pure devotees so no greed no anger no envy no pride isn't it am i right fishing right <laughs> that means you don't have anything okay let me talk about others who have so others who have greed how can they utilize this greed the greed should be to hear about krishna's pastime in association of devotees very nice bhajan is there in which it is mentioned kama krishna karmarpane krodh bhakt dveshi jane lobh sadhu sange hari katha so you have last you have anger you have greed utilize it in service of krishna so the first thing is be always in association don't make that mistake which bharat maharaj made second mistake he made was when he decided to go to the forest he did not consult his spiritual master he just decided and he to go oh, i'm doing a great thing i'm just doing i don't need to consult but that should be that was his second mistake so what should be done whatever we are trying to do be always under some guidance you know we have this tendency of being independent i don't need any guidance right there was a song i remember we don't need no education we don't need no thought control do you remember this old song i know you all none of you were born at that time <laughs> this song was there this is a song we don't need no education we don't need no thought control born in the usa i was have you heard this oh you didn't who was this uh, rock rock singer uh, anyway i also forgot but that was very famous song hard rock born down in a dead man's town <laughs> i got my first kick when i was hit on the ground right this song have you heard no you all are very good students <laughs> when we were young of course it is at that time we used to hear these songs and so the song was like that we don't need any education and this and that so i mean generally we like to be independent you know hard rock i was explaining what is the difference between hard rock and other indian music hard rock is something you hear and for next half an hour your ear becomes hard like a rock this the bang so my dang i can see it here also <laughs> so uh we have this tendency to be independent always we don't need this we don't that's how this whole hippie movement came and proper was there and hippie movement was this only don't listen to anyone who is about 30 that was their motto right 
Don't listen. How many of you are 30 here? Nobody, right? You can listen to each other. But don't listen to anyone who is above 30. <laughs> so we need, we, we want this independence. How can it be given up? Always be under guidance. And you know, it is really an unfortunate situation if you do not have a person to guide you. People think that's a good situation. It's not a good situation. But guidance doesn't mean all the time, you know, you have a pizza in your hand, call up, can I have the pizza or something? It's not like that. Guidance means when you're taking something for the life, when you want some decision to be made, you should under guidance. Be always under guidance. You see, now I'm here, but I'm also guiding those people back there. You know, I every day get the messages and I'm just writing, okay, you can do this, you can do that. So guidance doesn't mean that all the time you have to ask everything, but at least a major decisions of your life. So that's the second thing you can do. And third thing, whatever has been told to us, uh, simple, say like you're chanting one round, two round, five rounds, whatever you're doing, see to it that somehow or other, even if you do not want it as a duty, as a commitment, you complete it. Maybe you're not so, uh, you know, attached to it. I'm sure none of you, right? Or you like it. If you, you will die if you don't chant your rounds. Right? I love my Japmala. I can't, you know, I, I, I sleep with Japmala. Is it like that? So, but still, <laughs> whatever commitment we have given. And when you have given some commitment, make sure that you are answerable to someone. Like say, for example, what I do, many people like that, Wherever I travel, I meet and they say, you know, I'm not able to chant. I know it, I'm to chant. So then I tell them, okay, just start sending me every day how many rounds you chanted and at what time. And I've seen just by that people have increased. It's a very simple thing. I did not actually realize when I started this. But now I, wherever I go, I tell people and they do it and they improve like anything. Because they know they have to send me. What will they send? Chanted one round, 12 o'clock in the night? <laughs> they won't, right? So at least... You know, some, something, and slowly, slowly, they also feel, uh, let's from 12 to 1, 11, 11 to 10, 10 to, uh, start improving. So these are the things you do. Number one, what was it? Sangha, association. Association, don't stay alone. Uh, we, whenever you get an opportunity, like you're meeting here um, twice a month, twice a month, don't miss it. Or maybe whatever you can get in the temple, manor, wherever you are nearby, so don't miss that association. Or even by you know, by um, communication methods, like online or something, whatever is possible. Nowadays it's possible, right, online? I'm giving quite a good number of online classes from here only. So, number one, association. Number two, guidance. Always be in guidance. Number three? Answerable. Huh? Answerable to someone. Answerable to someone. Very nice. And before that I said answerable to someone. Whatever you are doing, take it very seriously. Whatever. And then answerable to someone. So even if you don't like, chant your rounds. Thank you. Any other question? something when they don't want to do it like especially like even for myself like there are days when I don't want to chant my rounds and even just to find that small you know kick 
it's so hard and getting harder and harder. So, do you have any advice on how to just you yeah. know keep yourself sometimes? We find it all over the places because of this onslaught of shupanaka. You know, uh, in Ramayan, shupanaka. Have you heard of shupanaka? So Ramayan, there's a story that shupanaka came and then you know Lakshman did some nice things with her, <laughs> and she went back. She went to Ravana, and Ravana was not at all interested in Sita. He didn't even know who Sita, but Shupanaka was the one. Oh, she's so nice. Actually, I did not go there for any other reason but to get Sita for you and see what they have done to me and so many. So because of that thing, he he became interested in Sita and so much so that you know the whole destruction came. And this is what that time only one Shupanaka is there. Now there are so many Shupanaka. Facebook, internet, Twitter, and WhatsApp, and I don't know. I, I actually do not even know so much of social media, but yeah, there are, right? There's this Instagram, I have heard, YouTube, uh, Twitter, what else? TikTok. TikTok. Huh? TikTok. TikTok, of course, in India they banned it, but here. <laughs> so, you know, like that, and everyone wants to be, and we love it when we see, okay, thousand likes in a day, or one million likes in a day, right? We love it, no? If you see like that. I was, I give a um, Bhagavad Gita class and somebody told me, you know, Prabhuji, you've got about two million likes. So I said, I will be happy if one person becomes a devotee. <laughs> two million likes, what is it going to be? Uh, you know, what is going to have a... So that's why I always say that, you know, millions of likes of others, but one like of Krishna is important. So anyway, now, this is becoming because because of the mobile. You know, everything is there in the mobile. You can just sit anywhere and do anything what you want. Nobody is going to. Earlier, I remember in my case, when I joined Ashram, if I had to make a call, there was only one phone. You go down to the receptionist and then you tell this number and then they will dial. You can't even dial. And then you stand there and talk. That was our system. And then the mobiles came. Now, you know, whatever, wherever you are, you can just do that. So how to avoid it, how to bring that seriousness? I see that uh, although this, this is a temporary thing, but it brings a lot of frustration also. You know? It gives, okay, very nice, attract, but after some time, what, same thing, same thing, don't you get fed up? So it brings frustration also, and that frustration will lead to search for some higher things. This is what happened with the hippie movement. They were doing everything, drugs, this, that, dammarodam, whatever. <laughs> but finally what? You know, they could not get happiness in that. They had to search for higher thing, and the higher thing is spiritual life. So one thing I've seen that because of the frustration, many youths are turning to spirituality also. But yes, this is a distraction, major distraction. So what I suggest people is that in general, you should fix up the time limit for using your mobiles one hour a day, do whatever you want in that one hour, you know, look here and there, surfing, whatever, because once they start, you don't even know when the four hours have passed, you're just, you know, going through, and, and what is it, you know, Facebook, I was, I mean, I don't go regularly, one time I was seeing my only Facebook, and what is it, somebody has sent, I'm at airport, <laughs> I'm doing this, <laughs> who bothers, who wants to know where you are, <laughs> Why are you wasting my time, you know? People are just... And they click so many photos, I don't know what they do with that. Selfies, you know, wherever they are going, selfies. We are also going to take photo after this, right? 
So the thing is, first I I suggest because it is really an addiction now in Delhi they have opened an internet de addiction center. I'm telling you, serious. Earlier we used to have um, you know liquor de addiction center, then drugs de addiction center. Now we have internet de addiction center officially opened. They where you can go, they guide you. But uh, what we can do, number one understand the importance see unless you understand the need of something you don't do it simple thing right if i tell you okay uh, do you have a crematorium here somewhere or must be, yeah, yes. must be uh, somewhere where in the night if you go get scared so if i tell you 12 o'clock in the night meet me at the gate of I'll give you 10 million pounds. You will be there from 11 o'clock. <laughs> you won't bother whether it's crematorium or whatever. It's only a day, you understand me? Okay, and then I'll tell you, Prabhu, meet me 12 o'clock at the gate of the crematorium. We'll both sit and chant two rounds. <laughs> what will you do? You'll say, Prabhu, where did Prabhupada say all this? <laughs> right? <laughs> you are creating your own thing. Uh, it's not like that. It's not good. So we will not. Why? We do not know the importance. But I know the importance of 10 million pounds. So this is it. First of all, we should know the importance of spiritual life. And I'll tell you, come out of this addiction, the spiritual life is the best path. Get engaged. Have a schedule in life. Daily schedule. You know, what time you'll get up, what time you'll sleep, and in between what time you'll you know, do your studies, what time you'll do. If you have this, and even if you follow 50% of that, because I'm 100% sure that you'll not be able to follow 100% of what you write, but at least 50% of that, you'll be able to come out of it. You know, in that fix, this is my time for studies. This is my time for reading. I'm not going to see switch off or put it on silent. And You know, we need to learn why are we becoming slaves that I can't give it up. We need to learn, just keep it aside. See, when I travel everywhere, now, now I'm here, and you know how many people are sending messages and so many things to me. I never carry my mobile. I'm not carrying right now also. We just kept it in the room. When I go back, I'll see. You know, so this is how we need to do that. Not that depend, don't become slave. They should, you should utilize. I'm also utilizing, so I'm not saying throw away the mobiles or this and that. But utilize in a way, you know, don't become a slave. Make the technology your slave. That is important. So we need to learn and at the same time, the more you hear, the more you get engaged, the more your responsibility you take in spiritual life, then automatically this will go down. So increase your sadhana, which will give you an impetus for uh, keeping away from such things. Right? Do we have more time? Should we take questions or are you all... Sorry? One, 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 question. one more. What time do you finish this class? No time. Then why one more? You can say ten more. Then. Go on. What's the time now, by the way? 7.39. 7.39. Oh, do we have prasadam after this? For everyone? Then we can take one or two questions. <laughs> yes, any other great personality has any question? No questions? 
you know when there are no questions what is the condition to conditions number one i have understood everything so no questions and number two i didn't understand anything what will i ask <laughs> so i hope it is the first situation here or the second situation yes now he said okay let me <laughs> in the answer to Vishnu's question that um, we can use like lust, greed, anger in Krishna's service. Uh, yeah, I think <coughs> all of us probably would struggle to do that, so if you could give some insight on how maybe we can do that. Yeah, very nice, thank you. You see, these are the things, these are enemies sitting within our heart. Yeah, lust, anger, greed, pride, arrogance, all those things come. So, how do we take them out or how do we utilize the only way is you cannot just you cannot make your heart empty you know if there was a vacuum cleaner that kind of thing put it inside and then on it oh lust is coming out anger is coming out greed is coming out you know it's not possible the only way is spiritual life but how to do that so see when you have lust so now lust is utilized in the service of lord initially by avoiding it and later if you are married or something so to then to you know have uh, Krishna conscious children we need a lot of children right uh, who are Krishna conscious so if everyone becomes a brahmachari what will happen to the world and it will never happen that everyone becomes a brahmachari so lust can be utilized there anger has to be utilized to against those who are envious of Krishna or his devotees Lust, anger should be applied. Because anger is, okay, lust is, you know, we don't bother much, but anger is something which troubles us a lot, isn't it? Every time you get angry for something, small, small things, and, you know, you're not, and after, later on, you repent also. You feel that I should not have, but then, at that time, you're not able to control. How many of you get angry, or how many of you got angry in any time of your life till now? Any of you? Okay, how many of you regularly get angry? It's like your favorite sport. <laughs> Those who have not raised hand, I know what is the reality, but it's okay. <laughs> so, so how to control the anger? Prabhupada explains very nicely that utilize it against those. So for our own self, we should be tolerant. Now tolerance is of different kind. First tolerance is to tolerate these forces, like, you know, Vacho Vedam, I have a desire to speak, like all of you have and you're just keeping quiet because I'm speaking. Otherwise, if, if I just keep quiet, I'll know in five minutes you'll all start speaking, right? Tuck, 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 we'll talk. So we have desire to speak, Vacho Vedam, mind, you're not able to control. I would like to speak on mind control though. Next time if I'll come, I'll speak on mind control. We have a whole presentation and very nicely designed. Because how to control the mind, this is very important. Right now also all of you are here and your mind is somewhere else. Isn't it? How many of your mind is somewhere else? Raise your hand. No, only one or two. The rest of all our mind is here. Okay, let me ask a very good question. Where is your mind in the body? This is brain. If you open this, what you get? Brain. Science students, any of you? Science students here. This is brain. This is heart. This is brain, this is heart. Where is the mind? 
do you have mind or not? <laughs> now all started thinking, do we have mind or no? Where is the mind? Yes. Okay, I leave it here only. Keep thinking. So that at least, you know, go to the house. Do I have mind? <laughs> Where is the mind? Have we never thought, right? Where is the mind? We always thought here, mind, mind. We say, in my mind, this is. This is brain. This is not mind. And this is heart. That at least we know, right? So mind and, oh sorry, brain and <laughs> So please find out where is mind by the time we finish this class, okay? Okay, so now your questions are engaged. So when you get angry, anger should be used against the envious people. Yeah, so um, they are trying to harm something. So we can use our anger too. But on a, on a personal level, control. So I was saying patience we should develop. Uh, tolerance we should develop. So tolerance is, the first tolerance is these forces to tolerate. It's called Vega Sahishnata. And second is to tolerate the dualities. Right? If you win something, if you get success, then you're very happy. But your failures, you're not able to tolerate. So we should be equal in both the things. Whether success or failure, doesn't matter. Right? Of course, when you, when you are when you have failures, then people come and tell you, you know, don't worry, you know, this time will also pass. You say like that, no? But do you say when you are happy? Do you tell someone? Like suppose somebody is given a party for his success and all, and then you go there and keep hand on his shoulder and say, don't worry, this time will also pass. <laughs> we have many things like that. You know, we, when we are speaking also, we are in a consciousness not of the soul of the body, most of the time. Like when you ask someone, how is everybody in your house? What are you saying? How is every? Body. Body. B-O-D-Y, right? That's what it is. So how is everybody in your house? This is what we are asking. So see, we are on, not on the platform of the soul. Now you all are devotees, good devotees. You know, we are not this body, we are soul, right? So now what will you ask people? Aapke ghar ki sari kaisi? You'll say, my haunted house or what? What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean all the souls in there? So, I'm saying that this happens. So, uh, we need to tolerate. The second tolerance is where we tolerate dualities. Happiness, distress, even heat and cold. Right? And you staying in uh, Britain, I mean, in England, you've already learned that. I was just learning a few days ago. I came and I saw the sun was there. I said, wow, let me just go pay obeisances to the Lord. I'll come out and then I'll sit here and chant my rounds. I went inside, paid obeisances, came out, it started raining. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to England. <laughs> That's just like, so you all already have learned duality, you know, to tolerate. And the third one is, it's called Paramatta Sahishnuta. Tolerate others' views which we are not able to tolerate, right? What I say, that is correct. That's all. If say, no, even if we are hearing, uh, we are actually in that mood that it is not correct. And the fourth one tolerance is Paratkarsha Sahishnuta. If one person is going ahead, you know, he's getting success, to tolerate his success. So difficult, right? If I'm not going ahead, no problem. But if someone else is going, starts burning here, isn't it? There is a joke. 
person in India, he was sending crabs. You know crabs? You call them crabs somebody here? Or something else? Crabs. And he was sending crabs in an open box. So he will write the number, say 100. So 100 crabs are inside, 100. He used to send from India to Germany or wherever. But going by ship, open box in the ship. Crab is an animal of water. So he can just crawl and go out. But when it used to reach there, it was exactly 100, not even one less. So this importer who was importing from India, uh, these things from India, so he wrote to his, you know, one time he went to India. And he said, I'm really amazed how it happens. You send crabs, which are like animals of water. They can anytime crawl and go. And you send in an open box. You write numbers, exactly the same numbers. How is it? What is the secret? He said, they're Indian crabs. He said, so? He said, when the first one tries to climb, the other one pulls him down. <laughs> no way you are going. So Parukh, that is tolerance we need to develop. That, you know, if somebody is getting success, we should be happy. A devotee, a Vaishnava is who is happy in other's success. Not that he is... So anger can be utilized there by being... So when it is on us, we be tolerant. But when it is on Krishna and his devotees, then we display. Like Prabhupada gave example of Hanumanji. He's a great devotee, but he burned the entire Lanka. That was his anger. Or Arjuna. He killed so many people. That was his anger. But he was using it in the service of the Lord. And greed. So we have greed for so many material things, right? For money, for fame, for this. It should be utilized for hearing. So that same tendency, you utilize it for hearing about Krishna. Greed. Lobha. Sadhu Sangye Harikata. We should be eager to be an association of devotees. Like, you know, I sh we should ask this question, are my best friends devotees? Am I still eager to have non-devotees or those who are, you know, sense and joyous to, as my friends? I'm eager for that. Okay, they're my friends, fine. But am I eager? I'm hankering to get their friendship. So then, these are the questions we should ask to come out of this tendency. So try to be in good association. Right? And pride is a big subject. I'm not opening it up now. Yes, any other thing? Yes. Um, thank you for the class. At the beginning, you were talking about how we should set an example as leaders. True. But if we're going through a bump in our spiritual life, how should we come across to people who are looking up to us? Should we like put up a false image or like a facade? Or yeah. should we just be honest? If the person is new and you'll be honest, he will be really, uh, you know, discouraged. Like one time one of our sannyasis was asked this question, have you seen God? So sannyasi was very <coughs> humble. So he said, no, I'm just struggling, I'm seeing God. So this person thought, what is the point? You know, he's a sannyasi, he hasn't seen God, why should I even try? <laughs> Better not to do that. So sometimes people get discouraged, but at the same time it's not... Uh, good for us to show something artificial which we are not. We are going through problems and all. So the best thing is, if you are going through problem, first of all, you should try to solve it. Try to come out of it. And But if you have a responsibility, then you can tell them what you have gone, what you have seen. Say something, something good must be in your life. You need not tell them the bad part. So you need not lie to them. You need not show that you are a very great devotee, you are doing good. But at least something good which you got, just pass on to them. Say like in the beginning when you came, 
and you chanted it was so nice and dancing is very nice even today i like kirtan when kirtan happens and you know i just feel it should go on for hours encourage them to participate in kirtan so that much we can do like you know prabhupad uh, once was talking to a great pandit scholar and he knew all the vedic literature etc so he asked prabhupad asked him so tell me who is god he said swami ji it is not very easy because veda speak of this and that and you know sometimes the lord so he just went so he called a small girl she was 3 year 4 year girl prabhupad called her gave her a cookie and said tell me who is god she said krishna is god so prabhupad said she is better than you what is the point of you are having all this vedic literature and then you know you look at her she knows who is god so she told whatever she may not be a very big scholar she may not but she just knew this thing she just told so this is what we are supposed to do and that's a that's a way we can encourage other and i'm telling you when you encourage other your problems reduces it is like when you <clears throat> when you washing something say you're washing a plate you know generally in our temples after we eat we wash our plates unless it is disposable so we wash so what happens when you're washing the plate your hand is also washed you don't have to separately wash right so this is preaching when you're telling others you yourself are getting encouraged because as soon as you speak the first person to hear is you so you also get encouraged right thank you okay i think we should stop uh, it must be too late for all of you so thank you very much for joining us this time and uh, i'm here in london uh, up to 20th 20th morning i'm leaving up to 19th i'm here so i will be happy if uh, any of you have any questions if you would like to ask something or get in touch i'll be very happy thank you very much now you all are smiling till now nobody was smiling <laughs> nice to okay headache is over hari krishna